Welcome to the Exhaust Notes Podcast. What is good? Welcome back to the Exhaust Notes Podcast. My name is Nick Engvall, and today's episode is a really unique one. It's not really your typical podcast episode, to be honest. Over the weekend, the Australian Grand Prix took place, and we decided to live stream it with some of the community members. So a handful of us got together to watch, answer questions, talk through some of the things that were going on in the race, and just really enjoy the race together, although from afar, I guess. If you enjoyed this, check us out at twitch.com slash exhaust notes. We plan on doing this for most of the races this season and potentially some of the practices and qualifying sessions. So hopefully you guys enjoy this. If you do, let us know on Twitter at exhaust notes FM. Have any of you guys been to Melbourne and Australia? I'm scared of spiders. No. Uh-huh. I would definitely Wait, like where? to. where? You post the. Oh, there we go. Twitch. <clears throat> Greg, what's up, man? Hey, hey, how's it going, guys? It's going. Yo. All right. Let's see if I can. Ooh, my computer this, does not uh, like that. <laughs> set up here. What'd you do, Todd? No, I'm trying to bring up the Twitch also so I can see the chat. And oh. wow, 419,000 people. Largest wow. I think that's the weekend. But still. I think that's the weekend numbers. Yeah. That's still a ton of people for I mean, biggest in the country's history, so. Yeah. What do you think? Is this a better layout? I like this. Yeah. Yeah. That's better. 20,000 more than Texas, Aaron says. Okay. Well, I thought I thought Texas was like 450 or something. No? Aaron? Uh, I think it was like 4 400, 405. Pretty insane. Hello, Ro. How you doing, man? All right, guys, I'm going to need you to talk me through 90% of this race. No, that's what it's good that you're on the stream because then you can ask the questions and we can yeah. sound smart. There we go. All right. That camera shot is so amazing. So good. All right. Ooh. Is that Ocon that just dropped down or uh, like it? Yeah. Alonso. You got the McLarens are back to back. Oh, it was Alonso that dropped down. Oh, way. Mm -hmm. 
I pretty clean first corner. Yeah. Pretty notorious turn one incidents at this track. All right, guys. So rookie question here. Are the amount of laps the same on every single track? No. But no. the distance is. The distance oh. is the same. Okay. Yeah. So they, they limit it to, I think, 100 kilometers. Um, but the the tracks are all different lengths. So that's why you'll okay. see like 50 laps on some as opposed to like 70 laps on super short tracks. But but the distance is also different on each track. Wait, what'd you say? Well, so 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 the goal is the overall distance, correct? And, and yeah. Uh, okay, okay. So it's always going to be the, the. I think it's always a hundred kilometers. Hundred kilometers. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, great point, Travis. Covered by Charlotte Claire, that first corner. Yeah. This is starting pretty processionally. Hamilton yeah. up two, Gasly up two, and Sonoda up two. Oh, Hamilton's in third. Mm-hmm. Wow. Whoa. I hope they show that replay. I was distracted. I mean, I almost always come back to like just wishing that, you know, like this race, Danny Rick being from Australia would be an amazing race for him to win, right? Oh, mm. oh, oh, shit. Oh. oh, my God. Wow. Man. Oh, man. No. Wow. Is he stuck? I jinxed him. That looks like a wrap. Oh yeah, big at least a virtual safety car. Okay, my, my second question of the night. What is a virtual safety car? And so how is how is that significant to to a race? Oh man, he is beached. Um so virtual safety so there's the difference is that it's literally that it's virtual. They don't actually put the safety car on track. Right, right, right. Um Everybody has to reduce their speed by oh, he just lost it in the grass. Everybody has to reduce their speed by uh, forty percent, I believe. Okay, how did he make it through there? Oh, yeah, real bad. Jesus. Oh, I guess it was, that looked a lot closer than it was from that other angle. Oh, oh, he's done. Um, Damn it. So then they have to keep to a time delta, right? So they say uh, they reduce their speed by 40% or whatever, and they, the average lap time reduced by 40%. They have to stick to that average speed. Oh, yeah, Aaron confirmed. Got it. Okay. Uh, 40% reduce. Got it. Okay. So, cool. and then, like, they can't pass, obviously. They can't. They have to stay a certain distance from... Same same rules as if, as if there were a, a physical car out there, right? Yeah, well, a car, you can actually, like, they they group up behind. So if there's right, you know, a two-second right. gap between everybody during a real safety car, everybody gets right 
you can get right in there. Right, right, front to back. Yeah, exactly. But you're not allowed to pass unless you've already been lapped. Is that correct? No, no. The the actual the race director will have to say like all lapped cars now may overtake the safety car. Oh, so that's a, that's a call per race. Then it's not necessarily a standing rule. Yeah, well, that's the Abu Dhabi controversy from last <laughs> year. I see. Okay, okay. I wonder okay. how long it's going to go until we don't bring that up. <laughs> Probably I, I have forever. so much to learn, you guys. I'm, I'm loving every second. No, I love that you're in the. I love that you're in the chat. I, I appreciate ask, you guys having, having me here. Yeah, this is crazy fun. Oh, he just got boxed in. Oh yeah, let's get their get their predictions for their podium. I do like that new redesign turn one though. Much more space. Yeah. Oh Man. my god. Wow. Man, he's so lucky he didn't hit somebody. If that he, was that if he was like coming across that inches. track faster, he would have hit Botas for sure. Okay, why is somebody why was somebody pitting immediately there on lap what three or four that we're on now? Uh it's just a kind of a gamble on tire strategy. But this um, early, that seems like too early to do that to me. I mean, I again I, I'm not familiar with this sport really at all. But uh, so like if there's another safety car, then he's already got his pit stop out of the way and he can he you can know, just make, go make pit he'll make places up by everybody else pitting. Right. Okay. I see. I see. And then, like, the chances of a another safety car. I mean, I don't know. I can't think of if Australia is like that known for having uh, a lot of safety. Oh, they're going full safety car now. Okay, so go. this is where everybody's going to bunch up behind Everybody the safety catch car. Up. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nick, did you see that they outlawed the games that Max has been playing on the safety car restarts? Oh, you know really? how he always like gets right up next yep. to the car and they're like kind of wow. revs and like mm-hmm. they they literally just made made a, a new article that, and that was illegal. We saw that in the the first race of this season, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, Todd, you see, Aaron said Charles Max and Perez, and uh, Travis said Charles and the two two Red Bulls. So yeah, we're all yeah. <laughs> On the same page, except for you, same Lando. Hey, I mean, at this point, he gave up two spots to Lewis already, so I don't even know. If like Lewis if and Mercedes, Russell, huh? If if Mercedes has the race pace to keep up there, then they need to like the whole F one media needs to change their tune about about them. Wait, what do you they're mean? All saying, that... Like they're, they're all saying this is such a dire situation. Mercedes looks dog shit. Oh, yeah. Um, and then every weekend they're like, oh, okay, we'll qualify like P5, P6, and then something happens and they like get near the podium or on the podium. Yeah. Yep. Oh, the infamous moped. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is. I'm just gonna say 
Maybe he could just steal it from the guy and hop on track with the safety car. I wonder what that fine would be. <laughs> Uh-oh. Hey, if we get Team Papaya finishing top six or even top ten, both cars, that's huge. But I didn't say new rules for all on restarts, but yeah, focused on max. Can't cars can't weave, stop, start to create a weird gap anymore. Okay, okay. Has there ever been a race where a safety car has come out on lap one? Yeah, oh yeah, all the time. All it's the time. It's happened a ton. Really? Well, not all the time, okay. but like it probably happens two or three times per season. Okay, yeah. okay. There's a couple of tracks that have a very sharp first corner that everybody's diving into just right, just, right off the gap. Right everybody bunches up and there's wrecks yeah. and whatnot. Okay. You have the highest chance of wrecks on the, the race start, right? Because they're all bunched up. They're all taken off at the same time. They're all fighting to make up positions or gain positions at the start. And that's why I was sure. talking about the redesign of this track earlier. Because okay. this actually used to be a notorious track for turn one race starts making yeah. uh because is it because the first turn was so or so soon it, after the start no it was just really sharp and really tight so like they would try to go gotcha almost three wide into a corner and three cars don't fit across the width of the track that it used to be uh-huh okay what was the big one last year it was um Otis, I think, smashed into the back of it was right in turn one. I think there was five or six people that, that were involved. Oh, it was uh Turkey last year. Was yeah. it Turkey? Yeah, I think so. When when Valtteri bowling balled through like four cars. Yes. Yeah. And that's why Ocon won. Well Alonso is the reason Ocon won, but that's why Ocon got in the lead. Travis says trying to fit 10 pounds in a five pound bag, <laughs> bag Greg. <laughs> got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just showing yeah. this, this. Todd pointed this out to me, what, last week or the or last race or the week race before to the, the lap lap chart that's on Formula One F1.com if, if you're interested. And it's pretty cool to see the positions change and stuff. But there's all sorts of interesting stuff on here that you can nerd out about. Like, Lots of data. Yeah, like... Yeah. So Stroll is the only person that changed tires so far, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Multiple times there. So he's back on the hards? No, he has three left. Sorry, two left. Yeah. Yeah, that just shows how many compound... How many of each compound they have left. Yeah. Oh, guys, this is a rabbit hole that I don't need to go down, but I'm going down it, and I'm enjoying every second of it. <laughs> Once you get into it, man, you're going you're gonna to enjoy it. It's so fun, I, man. I know. I'm already enjoying it. And uh, and this is all, like, surface-level stuff, because then there's all kinds of politics and BS and, like, uh, oh, yeah. it scandals goes so deep. and shit all the time. Right. It's just crazy. Uh 
I mean, luckily, I, it, it's something that I can enjoy without having to sink too much money into, uh, you know, as opposed to sneakers. Totally. Yeah. Although, when, 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 the, when the urge hits you to buy merch, it's going to cost a whole lot more. Nick, I was already looking at merch on the, the F1 site earlier tonight so uh yeah i yeah like i this see i see the danger jersey thing it's like super thin nylon material not I, like you wouldn't think super high quality this was 90 dollars. right exactly exactly so <laughs> ridiculous still cheaper than uh the majority of sneakers can get out there not if you're uh barry, barry. or you yeah actually you're your well, eBay steals are pretty ridiculous I mean, too. B- Barry, Barry is my mentor, so I. The only reason I get get away with that is because Barry sends me links every single morning, which I appreciate <laughs> and love. <laughs> I need to get on that distribution list. Yeah, <laughs> we'll put you on the size thirteen list, Nick. <laughs> Ooh, look at that porpoising going into. What turn was that? Oh, 10, 11. Really bad purposing on the Ferrari going down that straight. I can't believe they do almost 60 laps of that. So, okay. Uh, question about that. Uh, purposing is a, a term I've never heard before this year, and you guys keep talking about it. Why is that so prevalent in F1 this season? Um, actually, before I tell you about that, okay. Nick, the stream is frozen for me. I don't know if it is for everybody else. It's, it's for me as well. Um, but while we're fixing that, yeah, uh, porpoising is the aerodynamics of the car stalling. So they changed the regulations this year. Okay. To, they used to look like transformers with all kinds of little winglets and flaps and crazy shit all over the car. And uh, they, I'm sorry, I just saw myself on the stream over here, and it distracted me. <laughs> you, you, you were surprised by how good the, you looked, obviously. No, no. You're, I was, you're looking spelt, sir, in that I tight just shirt. Woo! Caught myself talking with my hands again. Um, so porpoising. <laughs> so they changed the regulation to do to create most of the downforce by, it's, um, think of like the way an airplane wing works, how it creates lift so a plane can fly. Sure. Just yep. flip that o- flip that over, right? So Reverse, it's sucking the right. car into the ground. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they changed the regulations to do that this year. The problem is that when you get too close to the ground, that sucking thing gets too close to the ground. The air under there stalls, which loses downforce. So it the car goes back up, and then it catches downforce again because it's not as close, and then goes back down, it's a- and it's a cycle. So okay. So so the, so the new regulations. Uh, have have caused teams to not be able to keep up with the technology and stop that from happening essentially um so it's not a new thing like that okay they these these types of cars that they changed the regulations to were they're called ground effects cars oh perez just got past hamilton and now it's bye-bye red bull um the ground effects cars is what they're called now and they used to do ground effects in the 80s so it's not a new thing and porpoising has been an issue it's in all types of motorsport 
Okay. Like the closer the cars get to the ground, this happens. Um, do, you, but, do you feel like this season it's it's bigger issue than it has been in in recent seasons? I guess. I kinda, but only because mm-hmm. technology is so advanced now. They do all this testing and modeling and like on the like they do com- um, computational fluid dynamics like CFD airflow models on the computer. And they do live wind tunnel testing to develop all these cars. There's like a lot of technology that goes into developing these cars. In fact, there's only had 26 laps around Albert Park this weekend before going uh, into the race and um, struggling to stay on the track. Sebastian. Stream. Yeah, Yeah, there we go. Yeah. There we go. Every time Rohit rejoins... His name is different. <laughs> Rolls. Now we've had a shit stop of our own. So just making sure that that's taken care of. <laughs> what was your time on that? <laughs> Not fast enough. No. 2.9 seconds. <laughs> Shout out to Aaron in the chat. Oh, no. Our resident Rebel oh. fan. Kept it off the wall, though. Just oh, barely. boy. Mm-hmm. He at least didn't beach himself. Yeah. So he's now yeah. in. It, it, it's crazy that he hasn't even raced yet this year. Yeah, I know. Third race of the season, and he's barely been in the car. Wait, wait. Why, why is I, again, not. He not, got COVID. Uh... Yeah, he had COVID. Oh, this was the, the COVID guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I remember hearing you guys talk about that. Yeah, he got COVID and still didn't test negative by the time the second race happened because it was only a week later. So right, they had right. a they had a, a sub driver, reserve driver drive for him. So that, that's another, I guess, question that I had uh, or, or just something I noticed. So uh, the first two races... Uh, of this season were, were back-to-back weeks, but that's not always the case, right? No, typically not, but they keep expanding the calendar and adding races like we have Miami this year, and then mm-hmm. Vegas was added for next year. So they're getting moved closer to closer, closer and closer together. It used to be like a week, maybe two between races. Yeah. Right, right. And, and I, would, I would have to imagine that takes a toll on a driver. The to... whole team everybody sure yeah well yeah yeah good point good point uh oh to, maybe to not have Red that Bull rest in between yeah crofty is currently talking about how everyone thought the red bull was going to be faster of a race pace as die but it looks like they're chewing through their tires a little bit faster than mm-hmm. the ferraris yeah. are which is now a double bummer for signs being out because he probably could have worked his way through through the grid from 10th to be at least a top six finish. And another surprising thing is Daniel, who's not known to have the same race pace as Lando, has been all over Lando's bumper, basically. Yeah. 
and they're both sticking with Lewis very close, or are sticking with George very closely. What's the gap? Show the time deltas, damn it. Five point three to Verstappen, nine point six to so Perez, twelve point eight to Lewis. So Norris is less than a second behind Russell. Yeah. Um, and Ricardo is a half a second behind him. They could get him. Yeah, I agree, Aaron. I think that group does have a DRS train going, hmm. which I haven't seen too many overtakes other than Checo's, although I'm distracted, so... Maybe I'm so, not seeing it. Todd, explain a DRS train for people. <laughs> oh, okay. So the idea of that DRS drag reduction system that we talked about earlier, if there's two or three cars all within a second to each other, or more can be, sometimes it's more. Um, if the lead car has enough pace to not get passed by the cars behind him, then it just turns into a train where, the front cars has enough pace to stay ahead and the cars behind him have enough pace to stay within that one second. So they just keep like the car in second place in that scenario isn't getting passed by the car in third because he, he also has DRS. So they're all kind of going the same speed and it just continues and continues in that. But yeah, this is looking a bit processional so far also latifi just pitted and that's i mean i know their car's not good but um uh, that's interesting that they're chewing through their tires that fast and yeah. uh rohit in the chat says does the drs train have any affiliations to the quad city djs i don't know but you should uh come on on the train and ride it <laughs> Um, uh, Jackal in the chat says, so is it just the tracker did McLaren level up their pace like crazy? I think from my uneducated opinion that the car, their car just suits this track or the track suits their car pretty well. Cause it's a lot of higher speed flowing corners, mm. but I do think they took a step. I don't think they did any significant upgrades, at least from what I saw. Um, maybe some little stuff, but, uh, they don't they, i just think it's the track suiting their their car for a lot of high speed flowing corners but they've looked good all weekend so maybe they found some pace maybe they found some setup they never suffered suffered from the porpoising really so maybe they're starting to get around the downforce on the car a little bit Aaron spot on with the we all show our age with that music the reference yeah yeah <laughs> I think the white in my beard shows my age enough. <laughs> my man, I was looking at the uh, the side panels on the hairline today. It, I got I got some Doctor Strange stuff going on here. Yeah, but you can pull it off, especially with that mustache and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the new look. That's the new look for sure. <laughs> Greg, man, you gotta you got you gotta dress as like a if you, if you keep this look long enough, Halloween, you gotta go as like some famous 70s rock 
rock star. Frank Zappa, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Famous mustache. Yeah. Or maybe, I was thinking like uh, like seventies or eighties ball player, like a uh, Wade Boggs or a uh, Raleigh Fingers, something yeah, like that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Raleigh Fingers is a good Raleigh, one. He, Raleigh Fingers, he's wiry maybe. like you are too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, Again, it reminds me of uh, that uh, Almost Famous. Yes. We are. Ooh, Haas, yeah, on. Almost Famous is the. Uh, that was the, uh, the the Rolling Stones uh, movie, right? Or, yeah. yeah the, the journalist kid. What's his name? Yeah. Uh, oh, no. Wow. I can't imagine. Ooh. Little overzealous on the brakes there. The the rec the recoveries that these these guys make after a mistake like that is just so Their impressive. reflexes are mm -hmm. alien. Yeah. It's insane. Like they all have to be the best Call of Duty players in the world, on top of being the best F one racers, right? Like yeah, I mean, Twitch I would movement. imagine they would be top level gamers if they put the same amount of time into it. Yeah, just wild. Let's look at the lap chart real quick. Okay, so besides the two DNFs, there's been three overtakes total so far. Is that rare at this uh, point no, in the race? This track is is kind of known for being a bit processional. Okay. Uh, processional meaning that they're all just kind of driving around in a in, circle. In, in their, their order that they're currently in. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. why they made all these changes. And then they talked about uh uh you know the drs zones and like the new strategy was going to help all that but it's been pretty processional did mick pit let's see let's check the tire i believe he did did he i uh, think Drew? So, yeah one of the haas one of the haas racers did yeah i believe it was mick where is he? What position? Oh, he's in 18th. Man, Stroll's pitted twice. Yeah. Latifi, Already? Ocon have pitted. Stroll's pitted twice. Wow. That's crazy. I wish the live timing chart showed the Delta... Like we see on screen on the left here now. That would be that would be epic, but it doesn't. And I'm not smart enough to read to figure it out by their sector times. Oh, Verstappen's pitting. Hmm. You think it's for real or you think it's a fake out? No, no, he's just wait, there he is. Oh, sorry. I guess I saw that early on the live timing um, screen. Spoilers. They're... Oh, 
It's so wild how fast I changed that. All right, fellas, I got to make a pit stop uh, for myself here. BRB. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Where'd he drop to? Seventh? Ooh, Andy's under attack. Man, that would be crazy. Because if, Al if Alonzo can get in front of him, he'd slow him up for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. These guys probably talk about that kind of thing. It's like the, the guys you don't want to fall behind in a, after a pit. Alonzo's probably top of that list. <laughs> yeah. Like, who's going to fight you the most in the middle of the pack? Alonzo. He'll he'll do everything up until the dirty line and stop there. But he's so good at defense, yeah. it's it's crazy. Yep. Oh, there we go. Come on. Come on, Lewis, get in there. Oh, is there graining on Checo's front left? Oh, that was the same issue Max had. Yeah, but I thought Max's was rear grip. Well, he locked up, though. Didn't he lock up? One, and one of the fronts was like... Oh, you're point. right. You're right. Yeah. Man, I, I kind of wish they kept that fourth DRS zone in this this time, just to see what the heck would happen. Yeah. We need to see like some sort of since we can see everything else statistically in Formula One. We need a like how many how many flat spotted tires these guys go through <laughs> like create in a season. Who locks up the brakes the most? Yeah, that would be a really fun stat actually. Yeah, but very hard to figure it out because you'd have to watch every race twenty times. Yeah, <laughs> at least. Yep. Checo in the pit. All right, now we get a safety car and get Danny Rick a cheap pit stop. Lando pitting. All right, they've been really fast this year. Yeah. Oh, 2.4. Good, good stop for Lando. Yeah. So the Mercs haven't pitted. Let's see who it is. Who's on there now? Oh, there's no way Alonzo pitted, right? Top four haven't pitted. Verstappen in fifth has. Alonzo, Gasly, Bottas haven't pitted. Perez has. And then Magnussen hasn't. Yeah, 2.4 is definitely impressive for the McLaren. Yeah. Which is fun, like crazy because they changed the regulations again last year to stop the, all the automation in the pit stops. Yeah. 
All right, guys, I got fresh tires on, fueled up. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Jackal said, with the hardest, could this be a one-stop for Max? Yeah, pro probably, I would say. Yeah, Aaron said the same. Well, they got almost a third race distance on the mediums. Yeah. I mean, I think I think that it, it leaves them open to do either or, right? Like, yeah, I, I think the they know now that they don't have the pace to do. Yeah. Uh, oh, Danny Rick's gonna get stuck. Oh God, that would have been heartbreaking if the Williams crushed. So no. Guys, they both can, got DRS on him. No, that's going to ruin his race. Can you guys come uh, on, Danny? Clar clarify for me uh, on, on the. I, I don't want to interrupt the, an important moment here. I'll, I'll save this question. <laughs> Gotta re got reset this real quick. Uh, what was your question, well, oh, Greg? Okay, so I think we, we talked about this before, Todd, but uh, forgive me for not remembering, but the the amount of uh, tire changes you can you can do in a given event has to do with with the the qualifying, the the practice, and everything, right? So you're only allotted a certain amount of tires, and then whatever you have left is what you get to race on in the actual race, correct? Yep. Correct. Okay. So if you go out and practice and you burn through all your tires, you're pretty much screwed. Well, you have you're, to keep you're done, right? You have to keep two sets for the race. So you're required in the race to use two different two different compounds of tire. Okay. Being okay. Like the soft, medium, or the hard. But in in, in, in the practice and the qualifying, you're kind of feeling out what the best tires are going to be for the race, I would imagine, right? So kinda, except when you get to the later parts of qualifying, they all always go to the soft tire because that's the stickiest tire and will give you the best lap time. And that's what they need for, for placement, right? Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Charles pitted and still out in front of Russell. Cause he had 20 something seconds on him. Wow. Perez got past Lewis. Oh no. Yeah. Safety car. Oh shit. What what happened? I don't know. Oh jeez. Oh. Come on, Seb. <laughs> wow. Oh boy. What a mess. That's lucky for George. <clears throat> that means There's... he gets a cheap pit stop. There's debris though, so. Wait, did he hit something? I thought his car just died. I mean, they just kept they they cut to debris somewhere. Oh yeah, here we go. Hmm. Freaking. Ass. Oh, they actually have dudes running out with brooms and leaf blowers. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Wait, oh. did it go red, Aaron? Oh, into the wall. Okay. 
Oh, wow. You couldn't even see the front of his car from that. Oh. Damn. Uh, Jackal, we're watching on F1 TV. Yeah. Yeah, that was nice. Rear tires only have so much grip. Yep. So where's that put George? He's still in third on the, after the pit stop. So has anybody not pitted yet? Oh, Alonzo hasn't. <clears throat> and K-Mag. And Albon. So if he pits right now, I, I guess the You're pits all... have to be open for him to pew, to right? No, the pits are probably open. Um, <clears throat> does he lose spots all... or does he go back to the order if he pits now? Uh, no, he'll lose spots. George got a cheap one. Alonzo didn't pit. <laughs> yeah. Spot on, Aaron. <laughs> the Aston stage car is going to do more laps than the race cars. <laughs> That's a fantastic burn. So this is this is the, like when these charts get really interesting to me. You start to see all these like what like what the hell happened? Yeah. <laughs> Wrote it. The new masses. <laughs> no, that's that's Latifi. Man, Latifi. I mean, I don't know if it was his fault this weekend, but was... No, he crashed out in in practice again. They rebuilt uh, rebuilt that car twice. Yeah. Oh man, I didn't I didn't see practice this week. So. Oh, that's cool. They have a car show out there. Todd, have you been to Laguna Seca for any races? Oh, you went to IndyCar last to, year. Uh, I went to IndyCar last year. Do they and have any, the... any like, uh, like groups out there at the track? Yeah, they had some. They had some classic racing, and they, they had a bunch of uh, like, super low level, like grassroots touring car type of stuff going on. When we when but, we go for, uh, I mean, it's, it's usually like. Uh, like, you know, sports car racing of some kind. They're, they've always had, like, like Honda Honda groups and Porsche Club and all these, like, different little, like, and everybody kind of gets a spot 
like reserves yeah. their little spot throughout the track. Pretty awesome. I'd like to go to some of something not IndyCar because that's like one of the biggest races they have per year there. It yeah. was pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll definitely be down there for for other races. I, I don't know what the next one is, but I'll, I'll I'll definitely put it into the Discord once we figure out when when we'll be down there. Let me know. It's close to me. Uh, Jackal, you're 100 percent right. It was Stroll's fault, not Latifi's. Yeah. And Aaron says Perez got around Lewis pretty easily, so wonder how George will do. Um, I think Hamilton could get back yeah, past Perez. Sorry. Perez. Wait, Perez didn't have DRS, and he still got him around. Got around him that easy. Yeah, I think he just came out of the pit. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Which, as we know, in what was that Bahrain, they the Mercedes car does not warm his tires up very fast. Mm-hmm. God, that safety car sounds good. What would you give to drive that safety car? Any anybody here on the call? Uh, drive it where? Like to be the safety car driver? Yeah, be be the safety car driver on on. Oh, that, I wouldn't that want thing. that pressure. No, <laughs> that's too no. much. <laughs> like, no, because they got to keep that pace at such a crazy level. Mm-hmm. What What does the what? Okay, what what speed does the safety car driver drive at? So it's it's probably it's got to be between Ooh. like eighty and eighty and one hundred and twenty miles an hour. Okay. Right. Who? Well, who do they get? To, who do they get to drive those? Do they get X X drivers for that? Yeah, or? they have racing drivers. It's a really old dude. I can't remember his name. How did Mick not just hit him right yeah. there? I don't know. It was really close. Was <laughs> Yeah, good point, Jackal. Max hate, hating having slow laps. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, here it comes. Oh, here it comes. It won't be DRS because it's a safety car. Yeah. For two laps. Damn, George is on him. Alonzo, if he has the pace on those tires still, that's crazy. Oh, boy. Holy cow. Man, that would be cool for... I have to point out, Julie predicted another Max uh, does not DNF. finish prediction. So, uh, 
We'll see. I'm we'll see sure she's 100% on her prediction. She's 100% right. so far. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope she's wrong because my fantasy, I'll be in like dead last if that happens. <laughs> Uh, did Russell have a podium? Yeah, he he did. Not yeah. for, not not with Mercedes. No, no, not for Mercedes. He got that like fake podium in Spa last year. Yeah, because of the, the no race. Yeah, I can't believe he didn't hold, or I can't believe he held off Max there, Travis. That's yeah, that looked like a done deal. Travis, next, uh, I don't know when the next call is going to be, but I have one hell of a Ferrari pickup. Sneaker pickup, that is. Ooh. I got to share at some point. And not this shoe behind me, wherever it is. Yeah, I want that. Next call will be the 23rd or the 30th. Undecided at this point, but one of those dates. I guess this counts as a exhaust notes community call. Yeah, yeah we're going to have to do that, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. How does Alonso still have pace? I, I have no clue. How many laps is that? 28. I mean... Doesn't seem too crazy, right? I guess he is. So no, but like, Albon, Magnuson, and Alonso are all on twenty-eight laps with, with their tires right now. All obviously on hards. If Perez doesn't immediately pass him, he's like he's that that Alpine's got some serious pace all of a sudden. Uh, Jackal, Jackal, we uh, we do community calls once a month, and and sometimes like sometimes that's combined with our trivia nights. So like tonight, earlier in the evening, we did a community call with Sneaker History uh, Discord group. Probably about I don't know how many people hopped on. Probably about twelve to fifteen over the course of the evening. Yeah, I'd say yeah, give or take. And then uh, yeah, tri trivia nights are typically towards the end of the month. Uh, trivia lasts around an hour, hour and a half. And then we generally stay on the call and chop it up until the wee hours. So, yeah. Uh, and I, I don't think anybody's working at Nike right now, but we have a bunch of people that work in the footwear industry in the in the community. Um, I can't think of any specific people at Nike. Oh, I work. I work for Nike. I can get you anything you want. It's easy. <laughs> easy. <laughs> Just wire him a thousand dollars first. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. No, come on. There we go. Uh, 
All good, man. Jackal, just uh, yeah, hop on the next one. We'll we'll put it in the events in the Discord so you can see where it is. Yeah, absolutely, Jackal. We'd love to have you on a call, man. Yeah. Aaron, I I really like that graphic they uh they just put up too. With like the shadow box around. They were showing Alonzo and his speed, and they had like him highlighted with like fake lines around his car. Yeah, what was up with that graphic there? Is that a new thing or yeah, that was a new thing. Yeah. Okay. Like it. Man, the front edge of the floor on the Mercedes was glowing from scraping so bad. Yeah. I just noticed that. It was hot. <laughs> that is crazy. Hot, hot, hot. You can see it in this replay right here. By the end of the straight, it's just glowing red. Wow. All right, let's check the lap chart again. Uh, Alonzo's finally pitting. Is he pitting? No, he's just dropping places. Yeah, he dropped Hamilton and Perez got past him, huh? Yeah, I'm definitely down to chat about that, Jackal. Um, I, I kind of work as a footwear industry consultant for the most part, so definitely happy to chat and see what, what you're interested in doing. And if I can connect you anywhere, definitely do that. But only if you leave us a review on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and subscribe. <laughs> Where can we do that, Todd? Uh, we're on all major platforms and Exhaust Notes FM. Exhaustnotes.fm is the website, and uh, same thing for the Twitter, etc. I, I owe you guys a podcast review for sure. I've listened to every episode, and only in the last two have I understood what you're talking about. So. <laughs> That's faster than I understood it. <laughs> I still don't, I still know, don't know what's going about. on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Aaron said, K-Mag's tire life is crazy. Yeah, he's on lap 32, and he's about to pass Alonzo. What tires did he start with? Do you guys know? He's still on the same tires. He started on the yeah, hard, hard, hard tires, yeah. He started on the hard, okay. Yeah. Yep. So I guess you would think that would be... Well, depending on, on, on the track, uh, but to go as long as you can on that hard set first and then go with the grittier tires later in the race, like 
but I guess it's, it's totally depending on the, on the race, the track, like conditions, everything. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. But like the basic principle is between the compounds. I think they said this weekend that between the compounds, the medium to the hard was like a half a second slower per lap. Okay. And the hard tire obviously lasts the longest. Right. It's the hardest. Right. The soft lasts the least. Also, Nick, or question for everybody, because I can't remember in recent memory, at least, uh, Pirelli ever picking like a two steps after compound for a race. Did, did you notice that? They picked the C5, which was the softest, and then they picked the C3 and the C4, which every weekend I can remember in the last decade, at least, it's always been in numerical order. Yeah, that's actually a good question for Aaron. Come on, Danny. Get past him. Stay on Lindo's bumper. Yeah, Travis said he hasn't seen it. Aaron said asked it was because of the new formula. Yeah, I just don't know if they've ever done it before. That's what yeah, my my question was. I definitely don't remember. Um the, like they were saying because of the new track surface. That was part of the decision, but I just I didn't know that they actually could do that. I thought it had to be in numerical order. Oh, okay. Ricardo got past K-Mag, so we're still in. Alonzo ha has pitted now, right? Entire history. He still hasn't pitted. Yeah, 34 laps. Magnuson and Albon both. They're just praying for a safety car at this point. <laughs> Here comes Perez. Ooh. That's pretty crazy. You never, you never want to hear that in a race. Yeah. <laughs>
exactly, Travis. Definitely not what George wants to hear. I mean, it's just crazy that, that these teams can see all that stuff, right? Okay, they know... Whoa. They know just how how precise everything is calculated that they've got to tell him it's better to let him pass. Yeah. Oh, George lit the rear up on that. Maybe I'll get back, back past him on down the main straight. That'd be fantastic. Imagine how Rex react to a message like that. Yeah. Close, throw it. Close. Aaron, that's a good question, but I think Lewis is what, like four seconds back? What's the delta right now? Oh, it's 2.8 seconds back. I don't think he'll get, he'll want to get within DRS and hurt his tires. Especially if the, the pit wall is already talking about uh, tire management. They're probably telling it to both of them. Yeah. Man, Ricardo, they just need to let Ricardo pass. He's obviously faster if he's within a second the entire time, like this whole race so far. Maybe this is payback for Monza last year. Oh, that was a little weaving from Stroll. I mean, maybe maybe the uh, four stop strategy is is actually worth considering. He's in twelfth. <laughs> he did. Is he? He hasn't stopped four times. Yeah. Tire history. Three times. Oh, three? No. Looking at tire history? Yeah, I'm looking at tire history. Look at look all the way to the right column. It says pit. Oh, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry. There's yeah, four sets of tires, but yeah, three three pit stops. Yeah, that was definitely weaving. Stroll's about to get himself a penalty. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh. Julie? Julie? What? Oh. Julie did it again. Julie did it again. Julie did it again. 
Yes, power unit. Wow. God damn it. Julie is a fucking soothsayer. Yeah, that is he's in the car. How does she know, Travis? I have no idea. Wow. <laughs> Rohit, bless his heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's on fire. He does have magical powers, oh. man. Julie, please stop doing that. That's really up. screwing up my fantasy team. <laughs> Yeah, Julie, when you watch this or if you're listening or watching, could you just predict a couple of Lando podiums for me? <laughs> yeah. She's like the Oracle of Formula One. It's it's so insane. <laughs> she's the Julie is is in the Discord. Uh she's awesome and apparently has premonition. So Yeah, yeah. The Verstapper. <laughs> Max Verstappen. Oh no! Yeah, it was on fire, kind of like Pierre's was the first race. Oh yeah, that's a good call. But that so that's, wasn't. That's P- oh no, what, Pierre's. Two? They were talking about the fuel pump issue, right? That's two for him on this season, right? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Man, but that doesn't wow. mean necessarily that. Uh, that the engine's actually trashed. It's it just. Something blew up, obviously. Right, right. <laughs> oh man, K Mag with the marathon stint on those hards just pretty much kept kept himself in the top ten. Oh, never mind. I'm messaging Julie in the Discord right now because that's just too insane. That's well, too bad she's not. Not if she's not watching, she might not want to know that yet. You know what? You're right. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> good, good point. Good point. I, I almost texted her and I was like, "Well, <laughs> oh. I'm planning to watch this in the morning." Yeah, I should not. Can we put it in the Discord as a spoiler? Julie is an oracle. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler uh, filter on that. Was this full safety car? or Was this virtual? Virtual. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Because I was like, why isn't Max right on his bumper? So what's the deltas we got? Uh, Norris is 10 seconds behind Hamilton. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Danny Rick could get ahead of Norris for sure. They should, they're should. they not going to let him, though. That's the race, problem. Yeah. But like, like Aaron said, 10 through 16 is pretty tight. Yes. What's that? Bro. <laughs> Nick, what'd you say? Aaron, Aaron said earlier, uh, 10 through 16 is pretty tight. So, like, basically from, I mean, even from Ocon all the way to, actually, Albon all the way to Yuki is a six-second difference, right? Yeah, yeah, I see that. Ooh, Alonzo could make up some places here. Which is just even more painful because I dropped him for this week. Yeah, Lewis is under two seconds behind Russell at this point, too. 
unless one of their tires start to go off, I I, I really don't see. Oh man, it looks like Butters got pushed off. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, Stroll's just not having a good weekend. Yeah, that's a penalty. He's already under, under investigation for the weaving. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, millionth newbie question: what What's the what's the actual pen, penalty for that? So, if you're making a pass, you have yeah. to leave room a car's car's width, essentially room on the inside or outside. So, like, uh if Lance dove up the inside there, he has to leave, leave at least a car's width on the outside to give the guy space to stay on track. And he okay. obviously didn't cause he ran into him. So, so what, what is the actual penalty for that? Is it just time? Uh, yeah, it can be, it can be time. It, it can be, uh, a actual grid drop penalty. So when they finish the race, they'll just say, Three, you know, three place grid you're, drop. You're three places yeah. behind, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's usually it's time. That could be like a a, a stop and go penalty. I, I mean, they, there's a bunch of different ones, but that was pretty pretty aggressive. Plus, he's already under investigation for weaving on the straight, which can be a five second penalty by itself. So, gotcha. so it could be pretty severe then. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe in in conjunction with the other one. Right. Right. Could put them in last. Is, or... is that a thing where they will combine like no, all but they'll penalties if, like if somebody does something stupid twice, they will penalize both things. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Checo asked asked on the radio what what was the problem with Max? Yeah. And the, the team responded with don't worry about Max. It has nothing to do with our car. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, there you go. See? Five second penalty for Stroll already. And then another is probably going to be another five seconds there. Huh. Yeah. So so that's another interesting point. Like, I've never seen a, a driver have this many points on their record but if he gets penalized for the botas incident then will that put him at 12 i think that puts him at 12 right it either puts him at 11 or 12 and oh wait no they got more penalty points this year i think it's 15 now Mm So he's out of top 10. That means Gasly's in. So, okay. Why is that weeding that he did there a penalty? You can make one move. So ah. think about it. If, if you were driving a car uh-huh. and somebody was trying to pass you and you were just weaving back and forth, they're not going to try to pass you because they're just going to run into you. Right. Right. So like you can make, you can make one movement. So you have to like guess which way they're going to go. I see, and you can make one movement left or right, and then if the guy, wow, does what's called a dummy and goes one like goes one way and Sights then goes back out. the other way, yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, the rules are so intricate. <laughs> I had no idea. I had yeah, no idea. It's, it's, crazy. it's great. Gets pretty involved. I love it. 
Wait, did they say no penalty? Yeah, they said no penalty. Oh, man. Yeah. I I agree, Ro. This season has started off with a bang. No pun intended. (laughs) Um. Yeah, and, and Greg, all those rules, like, really what it comes down to is safety, right? Like, Right. You know, yeah. if, 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 a, if a rule is in place that somebody can weave once to block and not a second time, then they allow the racing to I that. Think... Yes, uh, the warning from his own team there uh, for Lance Stroll. Got that on. Down the straight we go with Pierre Gasly. He's got DRS behind Stroll again. I would have expected a penalty on on the Botas thing, though. Yeah. Man. Trav, you don't need any help in fantasy, okay? <laughs> I, I assume, yeah. I don't know, but I assume Travis has won every single uh, fantasy league in sneaker history at this point. Yeah, he, he basically has, right? Yeah. yeah. Bro, did he Not win? A- Travis, did you win football fantasy? Were you in football fantasy? I didn't do football fantasy. It wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. Yeah, Rohit, a, a driver can be disqualified from a race in real time. Ooh. Travis won that too. Yep. 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 Yeah, I, I don't remember who's leading our F1 Fantasy League, but it's definitely not any of the hosts. It's definitely not me. Well, I did, I, I did not stuff. participate in that this year, but I will definitely be doing that next year, and I cannot wait. Yeah, I hope it's so. It's actually really fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm down. I am so down. Man, the I, grid... I... Go ahead, Todd. No, I was going to say, the Grid Rival app is so much better. Their point system is better. Their, their like, strategy is better than the F1 official one. But it's just so buggy. I can't. I don't think I can recommend it for next year. Mm. Yeah. Is that what you guys are using this year? We're using the F1 official one this year. Um, okay. Like we did last year. Uh, but yeah, the grid rival one is like unofficial, but has so many better, better options, like, qualities about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like. I, I get messages like notifications on my my phone from other leagues that I'm not even in, and like when yeah. you sign up, your password becomes your username. Ooh, what? <laughs> yeah, that seems uh, <laughs> yeah, seems backwards. All right. Speaking of which, thanks for the bank logins, Rohit. <laughs> Aaron says he's winning at Grid Rivals though, so we'll keep it. 
Yeah, I'll definitely do it again. I just don't know if we can make that the official league for next year. Yeah. By the way, Alex Albon is on lap 46 on his hard tires. He still hasn't stopped? Still has not stopped. That's insane. Yeah, but he's got Ocon on him, point eight, like less than a second behind. Yeah. And Stroll, well, Stroll's going to get a drop down. I mean, at this oh, point, Stroll? he's got to be just praying for a safety car. Right? It's the only thing that helps him in any way. He'll drop. He'll drop to last place with a, a pit. <laughs> no Nigerian prince. Although, Rohit, I don't know if you're aware, there's actually a F1 scandal related to a Nigerian prince also. So hopefully, <laughs> that's hopefully a, that's we can a, get into that's that. A great episode for a podcast. Yeah. There's great so many sport. scandals. Yeah. So, uh, what what placements get points to the overall season? You have to finish uh, in the top ten to get points. Top ten so to points. Okay. Leader gets like twenty five. Second place gets like eighteen, I think. And then it it's it, you know certain denominations down from there. Ten okay. tenth place gets one point. And then the fastest. Uh, the fastest lap of the race gets a point, but it has to be by one of the top 10 drivers. All right. What what lap do you need to declare your red card to double your points? Sorry, that was wait, a wait. bad uh, sneaker history trivia <laughs> joke. <laughs> I wish we could build our own fantasy league and do <laughs> rules like that. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I mean, we could so probably. Can... Yeah, uh, Rohit, he has to pit. Otherwise, he'll, I believe he'll get disqualified. Yeah. You have to run two sets of tires, basically. But otherwise, he doesn't. Oh, Aaron said for Albon, if he doesn't pit, they just add time to his total. So you don't actually have to, to use two tires during the race. Huh. I, th- I thought you did. I thought, you, I thought it was in yeah, the rules you that you had too. to use two tires. Huh. Aaron, quote me the regulation, buddy. If they, if what you're saying is true, that's mind blown. Yeah, I agree with you, Rohit. Encouragements, uh, Lance Stroll from his race engineer Ben. Uh, I agree that Albon is auditioning for that second AlphaTauri seat because I don't think. Yuki's going to turn it around. Yeah, I don't know. So on, uh, you're right, Rohit. The, Ocon did go an entire race on the same tires last year because it was a wet race and you don't have to change tires. Like the tire rules go out the window on a wet race. What, what do you mean by wet race? Does that mean it's raining? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> but they, they have different tires for for wet races that have like tread on them. So like dissipate the water. And then, so all tire regulation rules just go out the window at that point. Yeah. They don't have to, you're not forced to uh, use two different compounds. Cause like think if you think about it, there's like one wet tire for really heavy water and then uh-huh. there's one wet tire that's for like 
lighter rain. Sure. And if it's super heavy, like rain, the whole race, they're not going to like force them to go on like the less good. Tire. So it's like ride, riding your bike to work every day in Portland. I get it. Yeah. 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 I wonder who does that. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, Gasly getting passed. So what's your guys' overall opinion? Did the track changes help? Uh, I, I'm still just in awe of this entire sport, so I have no opinion. I mean, I think it's it's been a good race. It, it There hasn't been much passing, you know, but it's probably slightly better. I But don't, do you feel like the... Um, do you feel like it's just because of the crashes in the safety cars and chaos that it was a good race? Because like the passing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's 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 kind of a boring race to be honest, right? Like at yeah. the top, but like, mm-hmm. I think that's the 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 thing. Like, it's just there's a lot of. I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of like midfield stuff. I know that's not the way that racing is supposed to work, but like the interesting stuff is, is literally like five to 15 to me. Yeah. Well, it's been like that for so long. I think we're kind of conditioned to like, let's look at all the battles in the midfield. Cause it does feel like a lot like 2018 Hamilton when he was just 20 seconds in front of everybody, Yeah. which I think Charles is, (laughs) he's 20 seconds ahead of Perez. So, so r- r- remind remind me who uh, who won the 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 last race. Uh, Max won the last race. Max. Who, so Red Bull won the last one, and then who who won the first the, race? Ferrari. Look that was Charles Ferrari. Leclerc. Okay, for, and they're Ferrari. okay. Got it. Got it. All right. Yeah, so, I oh. Aaron uh, called out like the the track changes did not help. He liked the old version better. I kind of agree. That chicane that used to be turned six seven, or six seven or eight nine, um, I think would have actually helped with the new regulations for passing. So, where is the DRS zone that you were saying? If they had the fourth DRS zone, it's that really long. I'll call it out when they're coming up to it. They just hit turn one right now. Um, it's the really long curve. So they're about to do a hard right right here and then a left. And basically after this new, this right right here, this whole thing is now right there. Starting there basically would have been, or no, sorry, from here on, (laughs) I'm all over the place. From here on, this whole long ass curve would have been a DRS zone. Oh, don't show the replay. Spot on the track for it. And, and what what uh, what is the penalty if you do use that in that area? Is that time you, again? No, you like like the driver could press the button on his wheel to open up the flap, but if right. it doesn't, like there's like transmitters in the car that know so it doesn't actually allow it. Yeah, there's like there's like little oh. transmitters in the car that know whether or not the driver is within a second. 
Wow. Oh, holy cow. I had no idea. That's crazy. Yeah. That is some, that's some insane technology, actually. Yeah. That's very impressive. The medium yeah, tires absolutely It's like mind blowing. I don't think we'll see any more pit stops. Go hit. <clears throat> also, going back to our earlier chat, uh, Aaron texts me or texts us a screenshot from a wiki, Wikipedia page that says the driver, if the driver doesn't stop, they get a time penalty added at the end, uh, equivalent to a stop and go penalty, which would be like. 20-ish seconds. So I guess we're about to find out. Yeah, Jekyll, they have really crazy advanced electronics on board because they have to know their GPS positioning down to the, like, millisecond because you see that like during qualifying they're all timing they, they were like one one thousandth one thousandth of a second off of each other during qualifying and that's all done by these transmitters on the car nothing they could do about it was that oh here comes hamilton whining about oh we did see a pit stop you know they gonna when they're gonna hit the wall there was nothing, you know, it's just the cards failed for George. How are we getting overtake George Russell? Echo now. No, we haven't. They want the whole station for a bit. Is that potentially the Oh, it's it's true. Um anyway. They're not letting my boy race, you're right, Rohit. Uh what the hell was I saying? Oh, the transmitters also do the like broadcasting the TV uh, from the cars as we're seeing an onboard from Pierre right now. That's all. The, the onboard with... cameras is the, it's, yeah. uh, it's on the same system. Okay. Yeah, it's all done on the same system. And I was watching a YouTube about this. They have like a crazy powerful like Wi-Fi. Like a normal Wi-Fi is like two point five gigahertz. The one at the racetrack, they set up all these like repeaters around the track. And I think it's like, I want to say it was like 20 or 30 gigahertz. It's like their own signal that they have to set up this temporary mesh network. That makes sense. Cause you won't, you wouldn't want outside interference. So yeah, three laps to go. I think we're seeing what we're seeing. I wonder why Alonzo stopped. Does anyone know? Drop it in the chat. Yeah, I didn't see anything. Oh, just he ate through his tires again. I mean, he was going pretty hard. He hates Travis's fantasy domination. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. I mean, he kind of has to. He 
he kind of has to pit just to like not put himself in danger, but and and be in the way of other cars that are passing him the way they were, essentially, in my opinion. Yeah, he was dropping. Yeah, that's a good point. Aaron said for the newer guys to it, a lot of the tech in supercars, etc., came from Formula One. Uh, hybrid systems, curves, that kind of stuff. That's true. The Ferrari La Ferrari has its own curve system. Yeah. Basically Formula One and like and like you know sports cars, the highest level of sports car racing, right? Which is like more covered wheel bodies. Like the the hybrid stuff or the, the green energy stuff has been a huge thing for them for you know the last like two decades. Yeah. Trav, it makes me feel a little bit better about dropping him now because I was <laughs> I was hurting all weekend for that. <laughs> Oh, and I dropped him for Botas, who's now currently in ninth. So, yay me. Get a fantastic two points for that. Can't wait to see what the post-race is going to look like for both Merck and McLaren. Because both of their, I guess you could call them second drivers, were uh, within striking distance of their teammates for a lot. Yeah. How rare is it for most of the grid to only need to stop for one stop for the race? Wait, why the hell is Albon stopping? What the hell is Albon doing? Wait, he pitted? Yeah. On the second to last lap. Is is it I mean, is it possible he knew his tires would just not last that Yeah, I mean there's a there's there is threat of like delamination. We saw that a few times last year. Yeah. Okay. The tire literally just explodes. Right. Um I must have gotten to that point. Uh, That's very, very unfortunate then, because, I mean, shoot. Uh, and there's so many good questions in chat right now. Yeah, Jackal, um, if you're in the lead of the race and you get behind a back marker or somebody that you're lapping and you're within one second, you're still allowed to use DRS. Yeah. And going oh. back to Rohit's earlier question, it is super common – uh, for one-stop races to happen, depending on the track and the track surface. Get in there, George. Wow, he went to softs and and scored points, right? Oh, God, he did. No, he got Amazing. on the mediums. Oh, no, they said, oh, 
The graphic changed. They said mediums earlier. That that was awesome. That's so awesome. I mean, I just love when when teams drivers just figure out ways to get around all of it. You know what the craziest part about this is? Mercedes is still going to be second in the constructors after this race. Yeah. That's he just lost. All right, Team Papaya. So do you think that comes from the team or do you think that comes from Albon? Who was like, who was Absolutely the first one to be team. like, look, I can make it 50-something laps on these hard tires. That's it has so, to be. Yeah, Travis, that's it has to be the team. Strategy. It's always interesting to see all the all the dust and stuff that they kick up on these last laps, like the, you know. Oh, like off the racing line. Yeah. Man, if that doesn't solidify that Checo is the second driver, I don't know what does. They're just like, yeah, good job, P2, whatever, figured out. Yeah. I agree, Ro. It, it might be more impressive than anything George did with the Williams. It's just so wild because you just would never think of it. I mean, we talked about it multiple times just going what's he doing like why is he yeah i i'm gonna disagree actually rohit the lap that george did in spa last year with a, a williams that was you know second or third slowest to put it on p2 in the wet no less i think that's more impressive But geez, that's Man. crazy. Yeah. So for for Todd's uh, Todd and Aaron, the, the people that that don't actually understand this, this is why people don't like Australia, right? So this chart basically just shows you. Yeah. Claire. So that looking at that chart, you can count the overtakes. Oops. Oh man, I missed. Uh, you can count the overtakes. Obviously, the ones that drastically drop, 
uh, or when they pit stop. Um, and then if the the dot itself stops on the graph, that means that the, the car died. Yeah. And yeah, it's man that that Albon overtake right at the end there. But seeing that one straight line at the top basically means it was a boring race for most people. Right? <laughs> to your point Not about being ahead for 20 seconds. Well, yeah, that's the thing. If he was two seconds ahead that whole time, it would have been an exciting race. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, 20 seconds ahead. Also, if you guys want to look at the race and how it went again... There's a YouTube channel called F1 Visualized, and it's just little 8-bit emoticons of the cars, and it shows you when they pit, when they overtake yeah. their that whole strategy, and it's it's kind of an easier way to understand what that graph says. Botas, fastest car in Sector 2. Second fastest car in sector. Whoa. So crazy. Damn it, he's handsome. Are you talking about Drew? Yeah, yeah, I am yeah. actually. <laughs> That I was, get it. Uh, I get it. I don't know how you just knew that. Yeah. While we're looking at. Well, I was looking at Drew the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I was looking at Charles Leclerc. He shouldn't be that talented and that good looking. It's not fair. Drew is the American signs. <laughs> <laughs> agreed. Agreed. Well, you're a Merc guy, Drew. How do you feel about? What yeah, what do you think, Drew? You know, I think this is the first race. You know, I guess you call it a fluke, maybe with with all the DNFs and the second race. You know, it's pretty tough. And Max did DNF in this, but they they looked a lot better, I think, in this race than the previous two, in my opinion. Um, yeah, their race pace during so. pre practice looked. Looked stronger, I guess, than their qualifying pace. Yeah. But it's cool for George to finally, like, legit be on a podium when it wasn't a fake. Right. Yeah, the real deal. Yeah. But damn, signs. Signs spinning out. That's That hurts Ferrari pretty bad in this Constructors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree, Aaron. Uh, Aaron said it's a boring race when you need to have accidents or incidents causing the excitement, but like that's also just the excitement of Formula One. Like, we all kind of love a little bit when somebody spins out or crashes or assuming they're okay. We don't want to see yeah. like Grosjean incidents. Yeah. Every, every week. It's tough too, because 
like you obviously after last year you also don't want that to happen any more than it has to right like the more that oh yeah like uh, the, the, well, you don't want the person crashing out to cause someone else to lose a race yeah what's what's mind-blowing to me as, as somebody very very new to this sport is the the fact that that doesn't happen more often you know and that that i guess just speaks to the amount of talent behind the, the drivers right uh well i guess just the entire team probably but uh going that fast and and having to make these minute tiny tiny changes in your driving throughout the race and and not causing like a, a potentially fatal accident is just mind-boggling like i i don't understand how a, a human being does that but they, they're doing it and it's just incredibly impressive and uh, yeah it just adds to the the excitement of this this sport i think yeah driving you know up to 200 miles an hour for two hours yeah. hour and a half whatever it is unreal the act the accuracy that they do is yeah, truly. I mean, it's staggering as a guy that drives for a living for 10 hours a day and, you know, fingers crossed has not been an accident yet. Uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I can't no imagine doing it at, uh, you know, triple the speed that I drive on, on a daily basis. It's just wild, just wild. Yeah. crazy thanks bro it, it really has been great having you greg to to ask the questions because i think oh, man. that's the one thing that like we talk about it right like even when we're doing the podcast, like it's great to have Rowett just like fairly new to it. When Todd, Todd and I might not even think about most of the things that people actually are I mean, wondering yeah. about. You know, Ro Rowett's knowledge uh, dwarfs mine, and I know that he's relatively new to the sport as well. But uh, I I'm happy to be that that audience surrogate uh, for for this. Uh, I, I find it all fascinating, and uh, I I've really been enjoying it, and I. I want to give a big thanks to you guys for being so gracious with your, your knowledge and, and sharing of it uh, and, and, and bringing me and, and many, many others into this sport. This has been a, a really fun and exhilarating ride. So appreciation for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, man. For me, it's like, <laughs> I've been watching F1 for a really long time and it's always just been kind of me nerding out to myself. So like yeah. I, I'm so happy about this whole like, you know, like people always get mad about like all these bandwagon fans coming on like oh I've been around like gatekeep around it a little bit. I'm so ec like ecstatic that there's all these you know quote unquote bandwagon fans now because I have people to talk to about it. Hey, it's like I, me, me talking to a wall for the last you know. 10, <laughs> 15 years. 
Well, I, I think we can we can all probably relate to that a little bit in the, the sneaker history community with that in sneakers. You know, uh, I, I would imagine there's some parallels there. Uh, I, there's probably way more gatekeeping in sneakers, right? Like, oh, there probably not- is. Yeah, yeah. I think you know, it's just you didn't like this shoe before. F one right. just so intimidating, right? Like it, it's just there's just it's, so much. It's, it's almost in, impenetrable because yeah, there really is. Like I, I mean, I asked a thousand questions tonight, and I have a billion more. And you know, it, it's I, I guess I don't feel intimidated because I get I have you guys as my. Uh, you know, uh, shamans in, in this, which I appreciate so much. <laughs> you, you can hike me up the mountain and, and back down. Uh, but I, I'm very excited to learn all I can in the sport. It's, it's just uh, thrilling to me. This is awesome, man. I, I love it. It's great. I, I'm, I'm more excited for your enthusiasm than you are. <laughs> I appreciate that, Todd. Thank you. <laughs> you know what the most exciting thing about this race was? It's kind of a boring race, a little bit processional, but there's three different teams on the podium, which we haven't yep. seen in a really long time. Granted, there was DNFs. Max, po- or yeah, Max probably would have been there without the DNF. But it's like shout out Julie for the prediction. Yes. Well, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for uh, cursing Max again, Julie. Julie, you're gonna have to. You can have to post these predictions like a week in advance, so people can change their their fantasy yeah. teams and such. Exactly. I mean, Aaron's <laughs> probably pissed, but he'll 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 forgive you at some point. Might not be this. <laughs> season, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he's feeling. He does have a good point. Newer F1 fans. Yeah. Oh, you have it on screen there. Yeah. I mean, like going through. Sebastian's four titles in a row, and then on to Lewis's domination with the the one off year. Yeah, it's crazy to think about. Like we have, you know, Max is a champion, and now we have a potential new champion this year. It'd be so good to like. So, it, in your guys' opinions, like, it is and somebody getting into it now? Is this is this a good time to do it because of? Uh, well, I guess there's a thousand different factors, right? But. Uh, As far as the the sport as you guys know it, has there been like a dominant team? And now we're in an era where things are being shaken up, and and there's there's new contenders. Well, yeah, there's been two. The most two recent, like most two recent, or like the last decade plus, has been essentially one team dominating. So red. Red Bull did it four years in a row. Sebastian Vettel won four titles in a row. Okay. And then they changed the regulation to kind of stop that from happening. And they went to what's called now the turbo hybrid era. So they put these turbo hybrid engines in the cars. And Mercedes just knocked it out of the ballpark and has won since then eight constructors championships in a row and eight drivers championships in a row with their their other driver, Nico Rosberg, in... 2016, I think, okay. winning the driver's title from Lewis. Yeah, I think so. 2016. Yeah. Oh, that's a fantastic point, Rohit. 
Yeah, yeah, Max. <laughs> the more Max blows up in DNFs, he's gonna get. He's gonna turn into yeah. Max from last year. It is weird that he's been pretty well behaved racing against Charles so far. I mean, he doesn't have years of animosity towards. But Charles he does. He I mean, he does. But he had like three straight years of losing to Lewis, right? Like, it was literally he was he was you know behind Lewis and and. Botas. So, I mean, to me, that like kind of came out last season, right? Yeah. Hmm. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. He he's look. It's it's. I think to Travis's point, to Aaron's point, right? Like you can't like. It's fun to like have Julie predicting DNFs and all that stuff, but it's definitely not fun to have any drivers not. DNF or, or even, you know, like something that, that puts them off that's based on the car as opposed to their own skill set, right? Mm. If they make mistakes, it's one thing, but if they can't have a reliable car, that's, that's not enjoyable for me as a fan. I don't, you know, regardless of who I'm wanting to win, like, you know, it it's fine right now in the early parts of the season. But if you think about like, the last race of last year had one of the top cars just not ran and not finished the way they did at the beginning of this year, it would have been super disappointing. We would have all been like, well, we didn't get to see the races that we wanted to see, you know? So um, that's a good point, but also like that's part of the sport because, and that's what makes it such a team sport because there's like 800 people working on building the car, developing the car, whatever. So which is which yeah. is hard to kind of really fathom when you're seeing a driver in a car for two three hours a race by himself essentially right mm-hmm. like you yeah. don't you don't think about the other people that had to do like that's the thing though like you're talking about twenty cars and you know potentially the top fifteen or twenty are twenty seconds difference thirty seconds difference total by the end of the race and. You know, so so you've got like those twelve guys that are that are you know changing tires, bringing the car in for a pit. Every one of those people has to do their job in order for that car to continue on and and win a race. So right, right. You know, it's there's so many things. It's and it's it's crazy because we don't really have that in any other sport, right? You know, it's like you think of baseball or something, right? Like a pitcher could be dominant and a team can can lose pitcher can be dominant and a team can win with one home run basketball you know a guy like michael jordan or lebron james or you know whoever can take over a game and and the rest of the team really doesn't have to do a whole lot football is the same way right like one or two players can take over and they don't have to rely on the rest of the team yeah they do to a certain extent i'm not saying that they can't you know do anything but i don't know i'm just rambling but I, I think it's i think it's interesting to be able to watch all this stuff and and you know be reminded of all the people that that actually have to do things right in order for them to get to that point yeah I, you know I, it's funny uh speaking to that like you think i learned this relatively recently within the last few years that the um the guys doing the pit stops that's not their only job in Formula One. They do hmm. 
they're like data engineers or mechanics yeah. or or whatever like their their job during the race is to be the pit stop guys but like their job outside of that they, they have other other tasks they have to yeah attack, so like you would right? you would think that teams would just go hire like a bunch of like super pro pit stop guys basically like right? like yeah like an nfl corner who's just jacked and can like lift up a tire with one finger right and just right. like sling it yeah. around and like they, these guys are just like average joes that that's why they always like keep in shape during the race weekends Todd, uh, Aaron made a good point. The, the engine penalties. Can you explain that? Yeah. So you're allowed um, three engines, or each each car is allowed three engines per season. And if you go over that, there's a five place five place grid drop for each additional engine. Ah. Oh. And so you, you're you're allowed to replace it again, but there's just a penalty behind that. So it's not like you're out for the season. No, yeah. If you blow, because like Alonso, we talked about him a lot tonight. Uh-huh. Um, the, uh, Alonso had has already had. He's on his third engine for this race. Yeah. He's already replaced it twice. Wow! In in third. three races, he's on his third. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that is crazy. Okay, so is there any any penalty or regulation that would kick somebody out of the season completely for like the rest of the year? The only if they get disqualified. Um, well, it depends. I don't think there's ever been an act and like something happening in a season that's been that aggressive. But I saw like in karting, um, a driver got wrecked out in karting. And then ran back on the track and threw a piece of his car at another driver, and he got disqualified for life. Mm. But oh. like nothing's, nothing like that has ever happened in Formula One. But it was the it was the driver specifically, not the team or whatever, right? Yeah. And then so fun there's... fact: after the race, he went into the paddock and attacked the same guy again in the paddock. Oh my god! Insane. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that is crazy. Yikes! Uh, yeah, go to therapy, my man. Seriously, work out your yeah. anger issues. <laughs> yep. Yeah. One last thing. Uh, Aaron saying that he should that they should have had even more allotment for engines last season. He's talking about, um, uh, well, Mercedes specifically last season replaced their engine I think like seven times on Lewis's car and kept taking five place grid drops, but it was so fast that he could make that up during the race. It's just not an issue, huh? I think that it should be an even... They should maybe give them four or even five engines, but past that, it should be a big... They should be starting from the back of the grid or something. Because You like, think there should be a bigger penalty if you're going... Well, yeah, because if, yeah. If, if that was the case, if that, you know, replacing the Mercedes engine made it so fast every race, they could just qualify first start from like start from fifth and fifth, make it up and then just make it up every single time right so yeah. yeah i get that i get that god yeah. there's so much into this fucking sport you guys <laughs> totally well one of the things that, that travis mentioned too and and i mean todd might have mentioned this a little bit too but i think the interesting thing about coming into it your question earlier greg coming in into it now you get to see all of these 
these teams are like it's it's almost like it's not a fresh start, but like it is as close as we will ever see to a completely fresh start for Formula One mm-hmm. in my opinion, this season because not only are you changing cars regulations, on top of that we changed race directors, like we, we changed a ton of personnel. You know, I just don't I just don't see that happening on a on the level it happened. You know, it'll be another 10 years, right? Well, it was right, right. 14 years of this or 12 years of this previously, right? Without major, major changes. So, you know, the only things that might change now are going to be like, okay, maybe we get more races or maybe we get more drivers or another team or, or whatever that is. And those are big changes. Don't get me wrong. But like literally these cars are completely different than last year's cars. And you can see Ferrari being up front and like having that, you can see Haas being, you know, competitive. You can see the the kind of, I mean, it's hard to say Mercedes is struggling, but it's, it's struggling compared to winning every race like they did the last eight years. Mm-hmm. But like every team is dealing with something different, right? Even Red Bull having failures is not something that we're used to at all. So, I mean, it's like the perfect time to become a fan because you're getting to see all this. And you and if you watch for two or three years, you'll be able to to see what teams progressed and what drivers got better and what drivers just never yeah. got on and what yeah. teams just never never developed, right? I mean, I, I I'm pretty grateful <laughs> for your guys' enthusiasm for this sport and, and you know, roping me into it because I'm very excited about the whole thing. And I, I feel like, uh, yeah, I, I randomly picked a good <laughs> good time to jump into it because it seems very exciting. And I just uh, am really hungry to learn all that I can, you know, in this next year. It's it's uh, been thrilling and appreciate you guys very much being, being a guide into uh, – into this sport it's uh it's been awesome man i gotta say yeah well i'm just happy to have good racing again and 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 to what aaron said earlier yeah the regs are changing again in 26 new in new engines and do you know what uh, they're going to they're yeah so it's just a new engine development. The idea is to get more and more um, eco-friendly. Like they changed to the, you know, the E10 fuel this year to get a little bit more eco-friendly, which is funny considering that like California gas is required to be at least E10. Yeah. Uh, so it's like that's their step towards eco-friendly. Um, but like I, I think it's going to be some sort of synthetic fuel not like petroleum produced maybe i don't know that's the rumor right now but they porsche has been working on it for a long time and hasn't been able to come up with something viable mm-hmm. but um i mean to, to to your point or whoever i think aaron mentioned it but like that conversation to me is something that people that are not fan like if you're not deep into being a fan of racing you don't realize like a lot of the things that happened to our the major changes i think that happen for automotive for common use consumer use automotive start in some form of these racing bodies right like 
whether that's Formula One or, or you know, FIA Sports or WEC or something like that. I think that's kind of going to be interesting, too, to see, like, how the, you know, if, if Formula One were to, not that, not that they're going to go full electric, but, right, like, we, we all kind of watch this because it's traditional racing. But Formula E has been growing slowly and steadily for the past, like, three years. Like, I, I've seen people talking about it, and I never used to see people talking about it. So, to me, that's kind of like, what are those next things? Like, is Formula One going to be the, the, the race, you know, body that replaces fuel, like traditional fuel? Like, at some point, if they do it right, you know, that's that's kind of why, in my opinion, on the streetcars, you know, the the fuel cell vehicles, you know, never really picked up the way that some of the other alternative fuels and the electric cars did because they just were, they didn't get the backing. And I, I went to watch when the, uh, when IndyCar came to Detroit a few years back when I was out there, I went to watch like some of the, the fuel cell races because they did them downtown around the, um, around downtown as opposed to like at the, um, the actual racetrack, but you know, like the, the cars are not fast, you know, like it's, it's like a really interesting, like we're trying this out to figure it out, but like well, when what's they not, put it to what's, this level, what's not fast. I mean, well, I don't know what the, they run at. I mean, like what? just, just like, I don't know, like maybe, you know, just think of the, it, it's like more experimental or just like a showcase of like, Hey, we're making these things and we're trying to show, like I watched some solar powered racing, for instance, oh. and like those cars are cool. just kind of wild looking. So it's like all these people just trying to be a part of it and do something with it. And I think that's like the, you know, you're not going to get to the pinnacle of what's, what can be done with those kind of races, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. But you can with formula one or, or some of these other high end or like top level sports car races. And if somebody can figure out how to like get us off, depending on oil, you know, that'd be a beautiful thing in my opinion. Absolutely. Even though, even though I love the smell of gasoline and I love the sound <laughs> of the car starting up, I also realize like if we can exchange that for something else, it's probably for the best. Yeah. I think it's going towards elect- electrification. Like everything is, it's going to happen. And, and Formula E is super cool and exciting to watch. Like you said, it's not as fast, but. Um, it's, it's, I think that's the future and we'll just deal with it as it comes. Like maybe by the time electrification takes over in 2035 or whatever, uh, it'll be, you know, it's 200 mile an hour electric cars. Yeah. The technology will get there eventually, probably. Yeah. Really, really interesting to see. Yeah, Travis is confirming, confirming me. They they won't go E85 because they already are complaining. This is another technical nerdy thing. The inner the gasoline has a specific energy density, as in it causes a certain amount of force. But by it by it exploding, and them just changing to um, from to put it to adding in the E10 fuel this year, they lost horsepower. All mm. the teams did. 
because they had to develop the engines for the new fuel and they all lost some form of some amount of horsepower by just changing that fuel. So I don't know if it'll ever be an alternative fuel. Um, and then they just do one more round of engine regulations and then they just switch to electric electric cars, but we'll see. Interesting stuff. Time will tell. This is why I gotta this is why I gotta hang out with Todd on podcast so I can learn about things. That's why I gotta be in the Discord and listen to Aaron and, and Travis so I can learn about this stuff. Nope, just nerdy things. Like I can't quote, you know, mid two thousands basketball like Travis. I just chose to focus on race car stuff. <laughs> hey, I mean I already, I already, I already know. Once we get the Fitted's podcast, I've got a few, few people that can, that can drop some gems. No, I know oh. Drew's got, Drew's got a collection over there. Drew needs to be a staple of that, that pod for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Uh, I got to jump off, guys. Yeah, I got to get going too, guys. It's been great chatting with you. Thanks for, thanks for being a part of the inaugural live stream. I mean, yeah, good race. Yeah, it was definitely Thank a good race. Definitely a good race. So. Thank Join you the Discord. For, Come yeah. talk to us about it. Thank you guys yeah. for having me and uh, fielding all of my newbie questions. I appreciate it very much. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll chat on the Discord later yeah, for we'll sure. See. We'll definitely see you all in future races. This was fun. Yeah. We'll have to figure out how to do this uh, in ways that don't get us into any kind of trouble. But... <laughs> Uh, that's a real trick there will be some form of live stream action probably most races going forward because i'm watching them all at some point live yeah so i don't know if i'll make it for all the time of the race every week or every race but hopefully so this was this was definitely a blast and uh thanks for everybody in the comments too and aaron you know maybe we can grab a coffee tomorrow if you're if you if you need some uh if you need a hug <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't forget to use your uh, your Prime, your Amazon Prime subscriptions on the Sneaker History uh, Twitch site. If uh, you guys have those available, that'd be uh, uh, much appreciated. If you got yeah, those, definitely, uh, or, or or on the Exhaust Notes Twitch, either one, we would definitely appreciate the. the oh, are they separate? I didn't realize. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all good. I, I had to separate them. Um, oh, my bad. My bad. No, it's cool. Uh, either either, or, way, either know, or. Yeah, these communities are just going to mesh together even further once we start launching more podcasts. Anyway, so it's going to be it's going to be awesome. You're going to learn a lot of cool stuff about things that you probably already are interested in, but just got a lot of people with some some great knowledge. So. But yeah, that's man. it for now. Follow us at Exhaust Notes FM on all the platforms. We'll catch you in the next live stream. Peace, y'all. See you. Peace.